Are you happy? I mean, really happy. I'm asking because many claim they're happy, when in reality, they're just hanging on by a thin thread, wondering how they're going to get through the day with little hope for the future. And I'm not just talking about people who are undergoing chemotherapy. I'm talking about every person on this planet. Happiness isn't something you buy online, although many like to try. Happiness must come from within, and it must be your guiding light in this game of life. One misconception is thinking happiness is an emotion that should be felt 100% of the time. And if you're not happy, there must be something wrong with you. When the truth is, this is just a normal cycle of life. When I look back on my life, I can honestly say it's been one heck of a roller coaster ride. My eyes have been so extraordinarily high, I felt like a meteor shooting across the sky. But my lows, oh my lows, made me feel like my meteor cratered. But that's life. Life is never the same. It's constantly changing. Just like our seasons and the tides that change from low to high twice a day. And will continue changing until the end of time. Nothing is flat. All energy and light waves ripple like the waves in the ocean. And the same is true with our emotions. The key to happiness is understanding this principle and allow yourself to enjoy the lows as much as the highs, just as you would with a roller coaster ride. One of my greatest learning experiences came in the early spring of 1981. I just completed my tuna show at the Tropicana Hotel in Las Vegas, a story I'll share in my upcoming book titled Untethered, where Siegfried and Roy gave me a standing ovation. My producers were so ecstatic, they offered to double my salary and to plaster my name on the marquee. It was a generous offer, I must admit, but Vegas wasn't for me. And besides, I had other plans, which I'll get into later. It was after midnight. I was zipping along in my Volkswagen bug to meet my crew at a nearby nightclub, when a pair of headlights appeared out of nowhere. It happened so fast, I had no time to react. One moment I'm singing along to Earth, Wind & Fire, and the next I'm punching a hole through the windshield at the break in the steering wheel in half with my mouth. I'm certain the only thing that kept me from flying into the engine of the other vehicle were the jagged shards of the broken steering wheel that were lodged into either side of my chest. I still have the scars to this very day. I have no idea how long I was out, but when I came to, I was lying face down on the street, watching a stream of blood drain into the gutter with the swirling lights reflecting off the fluid that gave me life. I could hear the paramedics as they prepared the gurney. I don't think this one's going to make it. At that exact moment, I had an out-of-body experience. I was high above the crash site, observing the scene with curiosity. The crash looked like no one could have possibly survived. The front of the Volkswagen was scrunched like a tin can because the engine was located in the back. 
I felt no pain. I had no concerns or thoughts about the future or anything for that matter. I was in bliss, ready to meet my maker. When suddenly, as if someone had decided it wasn't my time, I had bigger plans for you, son. I was drawn back, just as the paramedic slipped me into the ambulance and slammed the door shut. I almost died along the way, and once again in the ER when I began choking on my own blood. To save me, a physician reached into my mouth with a pair of forceps and latched onto my lower teeth that were large than the back of my throat. This is going to hurt, he warned, just before he ripped them out. I'm sharing this story because it was a major turning point in my life. I could have been angry and bitter, using that accident as an excuse for the rest of my life as to why I never succeeded or pursued my dreams. But I chose not to go down that path. Instead, I chose a path that affected me in the most profound way to this very day. At first, I had a tough time looking in the mirror. My face looked like Frankenstein with thick black stitches laced across the top of my head, while my mouth, oh my god, my mouth, which took the brunt of the impact when I broke the steering wheel, looked like two overly cooked sausages sewn together. I looked like someone that got hit with a baseball bat. Tears streaked my cheeks as I locked eyes with the man in the mirror. He was staring back at me, as if he knew what I was thinking and feeling. We're going to get through this, I ensured. Do you hear me? As I continued looking at the man in the mirror with tears streaming from my eyes, something magical happened. I don't know any other way to describe it other than it was like a divided country that was suddenly united. There was no more fighting. There was no more ridiculing or demeaning or casting feelings of self-doubt. There was only love and compassion and the belief I could do anything I set my mind to. I was a completely transformed man. I was no longer looking at a stranger that I rarely, if ever, engaged in a conversation with. I was looking at my most trusted best friend, someone that had been with me through thick and thin, even when I didn't have a penny to my name or a place to sleep while I was finishing high school. And now he was reaching out to me and he needed me to be strong. I got you, buddy. I continued to assure, I'm not going anywhere, okay? You want to talk about a transformational experience? That was a game changer. I'm not talking about the accident. I'm talking about what happened afterwards in front of the mirror. For the first time in my life, I understood the true meaning of love and compassion. For if you can't love yourself, who can you love? And the same is true the other way around because you'll never see yourself as being worthy of being loved. If you want to learn the secret of being happy, it's having the ability to develop this type of relationship with yourself because if you can, you'll be amazed how it will affect your health like becoming and remaining a cancer survivor and your happiness in the most positive and profound way. I'm absolutely convinced to this very day, this mindset supercharged my healing process a thousandfold because a few months later, I successfully scaled the world's tallest building. And I believe it can do the same for you. 
no matter what you are going through. As you can imagine, there's so much more that I can get into, but I want to leave you here because I believe this may be the root of most people's unhappiness. Don't let that happen to you. Be kind to yourself. The last thing you need is someone, especially yourself, being overly critical of you while you're undergoing chemotherapy or any other major hardship in your life. Not only will it make matters worse, but it will increase the likelihood that you will remain unhappy. Don't fall for this trap. Embrace gratitude instead because nothing will shift your attitude faster than embracing an attitude of gratitude. Anytime you get yourself complaining about your situation, focus on gratitude instead. Thank you for granting me another day of life. Thank you for providing such a wonderful group of friends, especially those in my climbing community, and for all my family members and physicians that have rallied to my support. I can't thank you enough. And thank you for listening to this podcast, for you are the reason behind its creation. If you know anyone that's going through a hardship, please share this podcast with them and recommend it on Apple or Google Podcasts so others will be inspired to listen. Until next episode, my friend, stay positive and continue to believe this is just the beginning of an exciting new chapter in your life where anything and everything is possible if you believe it to be true.